0: hello friends it's phil and this is part three of um, a discussion that i'm having with myself and you around retention customer retention because at the moment Um, Let's just say the economy is definitely reflective on spending and therefore people are kind of choosing choosing where they spend money. And if anything, they're choosing where they spend money because they're going in two directions. One is they're going in the direction of need-based shopping, i.e. I'm going to go to the supermarket and my particular supermarket is... Aldi, Waitrose, Marks and Spencers, um, Little, whichever one. So that's transactional existence that they're carrying out. Uh, they say, or oh, we are carrying out. Yeah. The other side is basically, um, I'm looking to spend money somewhere, but I'm looking for the best place that gives me the best experience, that gives me the best value for money, the best quality and, and let's say the best story. Now in yesterday's podcast, I talked about Airbnb and the 11 star experience, or actually over the last two podcasts, I've been talking about Airbnb, Brian Chesky and the 11 star experience. But I wanted to just show an example of um, one particular company that I worked for that Uh, at one time in their existence, and I don't think they do it now, but don't quote me, um, at one time they created, let's say, an 11-star experience. Well, it wasn't an 11-star, let's call it a six plus seven, somewhere like that. Because Majestic Wine, uh, let's just say, as a fan of Majestic Wine, uh, they are always top draw, five-star when it comes to Store, store presentation, merchandising, kind of that environment, staff, knowledge, and all the rest of it. The package is kind of pretty much five-star. But what makes what made something inside of Majestic a six, seven, or eight-star experience is this. So uh, I probably worked for Majestic, uh, well, it was 90, 93 to 95-ish kind of period, sometime around there. I can't remember exactly. But it was just uh, around the uh, the point, the earlier, early stages, where I think I went back to work for them a couple of years later. Mm, that's maybe not that not true, but but the there was the point when e-commerce was beginning, and actually, Majestic Wine were quick into digital marketing and uh, and quick into working out how to optimize that product, that that kind of product purchasing mode with the store network, because uh, obviously the Majestic Wine store network meant that you had warehouses like Amazon does now all over the country. So um, I think there's a lot from from what I'm learning, there's a lot about Majestic's business model that might have changed, particularly with the e-commerce part. um, what, the, what I'm talking about, this particular experience that we are talking about is um, a step further than just a transaction. So back in the day, you'd go on to um, the Majestic Wine website and you'd place an order. And I think I worked in the St. Albans branch at the time. And if you placed an order that required gift wrapping, it went to one particular store which was geared up for gift wrapping, had the space to do gift wrapping and kind of all that sort of stuff. And I think that was St. Albans from memory. But the other thing was, um, if you placed an order and it was available in your local branch, I'm based in Harrogate now, if it was available in the Harrogate branch, the order would be sent directly to that branch, to for fulfill And there's, there's nothing particularly seamless in that. There's nothing particularly five-star in that. The system worked well and ultimately I could go to Majestic and pick it up. But here's the thing that they did, that is a story, Some I'm now telling the story some 25 years later about this customer experience, is that I bought online and placed the order. And then within a few, within a time period, I can't remember the time period, but um, we store staff members would phone up the customer, primarily, to book in the delivery, let's say, but actually there was more to it than that because we were majestic staff. There was partly a discussion about the wine you've ordered. There was, and that's probably just um, my take on it. There was a kind of a dis- discussion and an entry in, well, wow, this talk story, this talk about what you bought, fantastic, what is it for? General drinking, party, wedding, blah, blah, blah. And then there'd be this relationship formed that would be past the five stars it would be five it'd be six it'd be seven it'd be like a an eight star relationship it would be something richer and then at that point the old cliche around retail is once someone's bought once they'll buy again is there was always the opportunity because of that seven star experience to basically then add in the well i've noticed you don't have any beer and actually at the moment we're doing promotion on peroni and we can drop one of those off while we're at it oh that's a good idea i need some beer is the ad sell equally so if you're a little bit cheeky you would then get a bit carried away and say well actually also we're doing some uh bad war we used to sell loads and loads of bad war and the funny thing about the bad war bottles was all too often uh you'd try and merchandise them in the warehouse they'd fall over because of the type of plastic that they used, I think it was recyclable plastic or meltable plastic, Uh, they were very fragile and always broke. So the story of the War bottles is every stock take, we always had plenty of lossage of the War stack. But let's just go back to this experiences, into the transaction, digital. Transaction becomes real, then it becomes richer, then it becomes a story and that's just all in the all in the phone call it's not just hi I'm phoning up to book your delivery which some companies probably think is what's required and probably other companies that get a wine order probably just send the wine order out because delivery is given but and I think I'm not sure where the majestic wine do phone up other than say your wine's available now I don't know maybe someone could tell me but the um But the experience that I have in mind and the story I'm telling is all about ordering online in the early days when things mattered. Let's say from a digital point of view, the the early days mattered that you got something right differently. And actually pulling in that customer experience and pulling in the relationship experience and pulling in the story experience and pulling in the knowledge experience and pulling in all of that plus an ad sell made made a relationship that created a foundation of a relationship because after that relationship, you kind of, as a customer, you knew what to expect online. And you also knew what to expect if you went in store, a very personable, a very professional, a very knowledgeable, a very giving customer experience, a very giving customer experience. So What I'm thinking about here, customer retention, it goes back again to 11-star experience. How do you build the 11-star experience? How do you put a story into the experience? How do you put more transaction value therefore into the experience? And I guess in that majestic wine tale, I'm telling a tale of the opportunity of a transaction presents itself. The order is there. But that doesn't have to be the end of that order experience there are layers and layers and layers or stars and stars and stars Mm. that you can put into the transaction that will make it richer that will make it a bigger story that will amplify your brand and amplify your usps and amplify everything that's good about your company but kind of in to do to do that in the world that's been optimized to a speed of lightning breakneck speed in order to do that you're gonna have to slow down and conveniently whilst it's disruptive the economy is asking for people to slow down but not everyone needs to slow down and stop slow down think about the 11 star experience build a richer experience, then tell the customers that you're building a richer experience. And they'll tell the friends that they're building a richer experience. And then everyone will go, well, they're doing something different to everyone else. So as a advertisement for Majestic Wayne, if you haven't been down to Majestic, your local Majestic wine recently, go and check it out because the other thing in store, and this is not an advert for Majestic wine, it's just, I love working there is um, they have a tasting counter And let's say the thing about that is you're not left there on your own. And there's reasons behind that, but you're not left there on your own. Because the first thing is, there's a story to tell about the wine and about the experience. There's something to tell. And think about that. A lot of retailers have these try experiences, but do they really, do you really build an experience from that moment or is it just a convenience anyway look, I'm going to go thanks for listening and that is part three so if you haven't listened to the previous two episodes go back and listen and um, if you can fill in any of my gaps or ask questions then feel free to message me or drop me an email but look if you're interested in um Enhancing your digital strategy, or they say your customer experience that includes digital, then why not get in touch with me? Uh, I'm Phil, and it's dx3.co.uk. And I would be happy to share a chat. And we'll take it from there. Anyway, thanks for listening. Take care. Bye.